Hey dudes, this is The Big Game. I'm Justin Hargett. Today we finally get around to talking about the National Hockey League. Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Finals between the New York Rangers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Facing elimination, this was truly a must-win for the Rangers. And they did it in remarkable fashion, scoring 5 goals in the third period to skate off the ice with a 7-3 victory. It's a baseball score right there. So the series will go back to New York uh, this Friday, May 29th, for the decisive Game 7 final. Winner goes on to the Stanley Cup. Joining me today is Frank Agugliaro, co-host of the podcast Frank and Eric Internet Famous. We recap Game 6, preview the finals, and just generally go off the rails. You'll hear us talk about hockey's popularity and why you should never pull your goalie in the playoffs. Enjoy the conversation and tune in for Game 7 on NBC Sports Friday night. Hey Frank, welcome to the big game. Hey Justin, how are you? Good, I'm excited to have you on because we're going to talk about hockey. And this is the mm-hmm. first episode of the big game where we've talked about hockey. And it's exciting, it's- you're, you're a New York Rangers guy. And they've made it now to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, uh-huh. They were on the brink of elimination against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And mm-hmm. the game we're going to talk about today, Game 6 down in Tampa, they pulled out their machine guns and, and they put seven pucks in the net behind Tampa mm-hmm. Bay and uh, forced a Game 7 back in New York. Uh, and so, so what do you think? What do you think of the Rangers in this game, in this series? What are your, what are your thoughts on these guys? I mean, I think the Rangers, with their back against the wall, are a very deadly team, as they've proven in the playoffs so far. And I'm really excited to see them back again in in New York. I, I feel like Game Seven they can't be beat in, in on the home ice. Last night's game was a little. I'm actually surprised how well it went in their favor. Uh, they weren't dominating the game. You know, they they weren't like taking over the Lightning. I mean, they they seemed to be outpaced and uh, outshot and. Uh, it was it wasn't their game, but they they pulled it away. Yeah, it I think impressive. at one point Tampa Bay. I think this was maybe going into the third period, so it was like still close. It was two one Rangers, but like you said, Tampa Bay looks good. They looked swift yeah. on the counter. Yeah, they're out, outpacing the Rangers. You know, they're they're out hustling them. Yeah, and I think part uh, of that might have to do with how young the team is. I heard a stat say that like almost the entire Lightning team is under twenty five. Mm-hmm. And the majority of the Rangers are somewhere like half between 25 and 30 and half between 30 and 35. Yeah. I, I will have zero stats for you right now. I'm <laughs> telling you. That. I'll be I, the stat guy. You be I, the color guy. The most casual of hockey fans. Yeah. It's, it's, it's obvious they're being out of hustle. And I think that's how they won the cap series. They were just on the cap's ass the whole series and like getting all these loose pucks, getting more opportunities. But here, uh, I think it's coming down to goaltending, honestly. I mean, Lundqvist stood on his head last night. I mean, some of the saves he made, there should have been goals. Yeah, he looked uh, great. And I think that's that's how they won that game, you know? so There were a few plays where it was Callahan for Tampa Bay. It was just, mm-hmm. like, wide open and just ripping the puck. Right. right at, and, and Lundqvist was, like you said, just, like, deflecting, arms flailing, kick saves. He did a full cartwheel at some point. I don't know if you, you saw that, Alex, but it was a full standing cartwheel. It's was that very, the one where the, the lightning like winger like basically took him out? In, in I think he saved three shots on his cartwheel, on the full cartwheel. <laughs> it's incredible. 
Speaking of goalies, what did you think of Tampa Bay pulling their goalie? I think they pulled the goalie after he'd given up five pucks. Just generally, yeah. as a hockey as a hockey maneuver, what do you think of yeah. pulling the guy that's been in the game for 30 minutes? I don't know. I mean, like you said, there, there were machine guns on the ice last night. but <laughs> So, like, just for his best interest. Um, no, but... I think uh, I think it's very bad for morale. Honestly, it just says we are defeated. We're wounded. Uh, we need to we need to solve this. We need to stop the bleeding. I don't. I wouldn't approve. I wouldn't pull my goalie in the playoffs unless it's just he's hurt or it's embarrassing or something. Absolutely. I don't think it was to the point of being embarrassing last night, especially going into a game seven on the road. I wouldn't be pulling my goalie if, if I was Tampa Bay. Yeah, but. because now I mean, who knows what his psyche is going to be like heading into this last game. Right. I mean, he's just, I mean, and this is not the first time he's given up five goals in a game. I think it was a game two that ended six, yeah. five down in Tampa yeah. or maybe game three. Um, yeah. He's going to be shell shocked for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, there was, there was some debate over pulling Lundqvist in a game previously in the series, but again, I think you just need to say I'm standing behind my goaltender, you know, and, and we're like, he's not having a good game, but that's fine. You know, he's our guy. Yeah, and I think it's interesting that this game and Game 3 are, are so different from what happened in Game 5, where Tampa Bay comes into New York, puts up two goals, and blanks the Rangers. Yeah. And the Rangers, like like you were saying, like Tampa Bay is looks quicker than the Rangers mm-hmm. do. And mm. I think Game 5 really epitomized that because you know the Rangers had possession... They had quite a bit of possession. They had some good shots on goal, but they couldn't convert on their power plays. And they just, they can't, anytime the puck went in in game six, it seemed like it was just being easily saved in game five. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, like you've, you've watched this team for the last couple of series in the playoffs. What do you think is behind that sort of like, you know, how do you go from like not being able to put anything into the back of the net to putting seven goals in the back of the net? Like I was saying before, I think. They're playing. They like the Rangers aren't really varying their style very much, from what I'm seeing. They're playing the same game over and over again. It's a matter of if that if the Tampa Bay goalie, whose name I don't even know, <laughs> if he's able to like be present or not. You know, in college when you you're taking an exam and you have like some little like sort of nuggets of knowledge and you're trying to put them together to form a whole meal of knowledge to answer a question properly that's what i'm doing right now (laughs) i have have a few highlight reels i've seen a period here i've seen a couple entire games but yeah but that's what this that's the definition (laughs) of this show (laughs) i mean this proves why uh people aren't paying attention to hockey more i mean you know we can't even get a decent conversation about hockey well i mean part of the problem is it's buried on nbc sports and like not just not just you know regular season games and and you know early round playoff games. The entire tournament is relegated to NBC Sports. Like I don't I don't know if they're going to put the finals on NBC, but I doubt it. I don't think they did last year. Yeah. So like, it I think that like the way that TV has approached the NHL for the last decade is self marginalizing. Um, right. Right. I mean, especially after the lockout, the league was pretty much doomed. You know. Yeah, and people just stop paying attention after the lockout. Um, but with the Rangers in the playoffs and Lundqvist, like the most handsome man in America or in, <laughs> in the NHL, uh, as the star of the show, like why wouldn't you promote this game? You know? 
Yeah, and, Han- and Madison Square Garden Han- is sold out and rocking, unlike any Knicks yeah. game, you know, of the last season. Yeah, exactly. So it would behoove, you know, NBC to play it, but, you know, we'll see. I mean, yeah, at least it's not on an outdoor life network anymore. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember there, I think when it was on Versus, which was formerly the um, or NBC Sports is the yeah. former Versus network. Um, yeah. It was difficult to find those games. And I think, yeah, and I think they, they ran some on, on what you used to call it, the Outdoor Life Network. Yeah, OLN. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's not. Yeah, indoor ice hockey. Maybe um, maybe the NHL will be on Wii TV next year. <laughs> yeah, right. Or Bravo. What are you predicting for uh, Game 7 and for the finals? You know, I'm thinking that because the Rangers were able to come from behind. I think they were down 3-1 to the Capitals in the last series, right? And then they yeah. forced their way all the way back to get through to the Eastern Conference Finals. I mm-hmm. imagine them being at home and, you know, uh, Tampa Bay's goalie, Bishop, is going to be psychologically broken. And Rick Nash is going to finally, you know, fall out of his, like, scoring slump. I know he scored in this game, but... Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's been coming back. He's been more of a presence. Yeah, but. I think he's really going to turn it on and, like, put on a show for the Madison Square Garden crowd. So I imagine the Rangers get through, and then they probably get beat by whoever comes out of the Western Conference. You think so? Yeah, because the, those two teams, I mean, equal, like, both of these series have been kind of nuts, just over, like, I think double overtimes and just, yeah. you know, crazy endings. And I think it's going to be a battle, but it looks like the Western Conference teams just might have a bit of an edge that could put the Eastern Conference teams to sleep. I think it was, you know, I don't know if you heard, Steve Nash had a private viewing of Entourage for the Rangers uh, team, and they ended up dominating the next game. I think, I think that's what really... I mean, Entourage you know, is wish better. fulfillment televised. So. <laughs> exactly. How funny is it, it, like a professional athlete, like getting his buddies together to watch Entourage? <laughs> maybe it's like looking in a mirror, like maybe they find it really relatable, you know? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, which which entourage member do you think most of the Rangers, you know, self-identify as? The cute one. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about hockey players here. <laughs> I think they all want to be the, the the big shot, you know, handsome, beautiful guy who gets laid all the time, right? Yeah, but I think they're Especially all the Russians. Yeah, the that's true. But it seems yeah. like they're probably all, or at least maybe the older guys. Uh, Fuck, what's his name? Um, Turtle? The, the brother. What's no. Oh, uh, what's his name? I don't know his name. The guy who's from Jersey? Yeah, the guy <laughs> The guy that his other brothers are more famous than him. Exactly, yes. <laughs> uh, Dylan? That guy, right? <laughs> Maybe. Our, <laughs> our entourage knowledge is worse than our NHL knowledge. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But anyway, it just shows, you know, Steve Nash has his head in the game and he's ready to... Uh, to lead this team forward. <laughs> well, so uh, I started watching hockey when I was maybe like in like sixth or seventh grade, and I did mm-hmm. it because there were, I, you know, I live near Pittsburgh, and so the Penguins kind of had this like dynasty going in the 90s yeah. for a bit, and Mario Lemieux was so huge. But what, what I really got excited about was going to these minor league hockey games in Wheeling, West Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, because like you would sit, you know, 15 rows from the ice uh and the the fights were always awesome and you were like so close for them but you know 
it's always kind of been hard for me to kind of keep up my passion for the sport because it does move so fast and it almost seems like, you know, when I think there are two or three plays in this game where there were just yeah, like either rebound goals or just um, basically forcing the puck, like just, you know, full body forcing the puck into the net. And it almost seems like there's so much parity and it. There's quite a bit of luck that comes down to it, which has kind of always been the hardest part for me to kind of, you know, both, both of these series are going nearly seven games. I think, you know, a, a lot of the last round went nearly seven games. And mm-hmm. it seems like the, you know, the difference between number one and number two is so slim. Yeah. You know, I, like they could play a 14 game series and you, yeah. you still don't know which team would come out ahead. I have the opposite point of view. To me, what I love about hockey is that it's going to come down to this very, very last minute moment of intensity. And I don't even care who wins. I just want this buildup of anxiety and like, and then it's just over at the drop of a hat, you know, like one little thing happens and it doesn't, and to me, it's not like they're the better team. They just won and that's fine with me. Yeah, no, I like, I like that theory and, yeah. that, and it kind of reminds me, I, I do always forget this until the last two minutes of a game that there is, there's very little that's as, as, as exciting as the last two minutes of a hockey oh, game, God, yeah. especially if it's just the difference of one goal, which I think yeah. often it is. But even this game, the one we're talking about, the Rangers were had a four goal advantage, I think, in the last couple of minutes, and it still felt like anything could happen. Right, so, exactly. I think there was maybe a point where it was six three. Um, let me make sure that was true. Yeah, there was a point where it was six three with seven minutes to go, and I was like, you know, I thought the Rangers had this, but now I don't really know. And I guess that's yeah. that's the exciting part about hockey. But I guess you're right. It's more of like it doesn't matter like which is the better team. It matters which team wins. I, I am a Penguins fan myself. Um, I'm not from Pittsburgh. I'm from New Jersey. But growing up in Pittsburgh, I'm sure everyone was a, everyone was a huge Lemieux fan, right? Like, were you a huge Lemieux fan growing up? Yeah, definitely Lemieux, Yammer, Yager. Um, yeah. But still, like, you know, going back to the, you know, the, the place that hockey is in, just kind of in the national mindset, we yeah. were Steelers fans. Like, first... First and foremost, right. and hockey right. fell somewhere farther it's, down the list. You know? It's funny to me because football people, you know, football fans love football for its intensity and like how um, violent and impactful the game is, you know, and also it's like very smart and there's a lot of strategy. Like hockey is all those things on steroids to me. Mm-hmm. Like there's no stopping. There's constant, constant action. Like why wouldn't you watch this instead? Yeah. And you have this moment of like, great suspense of of the one goal not like waiting and waiting and waiting for a play yeah you know? the only i mean i guess part of the uh what drove me a bit away from the sport in the last few years was that series of articles that the new york times published about uh the enforcers and like the serious like yeah, brain trauma sure. and addiction and it's been great to watch you know i don't think i've seen a fight yet in any of the and i haven't watched all of the playoffs but i've watched quite a bit of the playoffs and it's been nice that like you know that's that's really what hockey should be. I don't think there needs to be this kind of, you know, unwritten rule of the enforcer that comes in and beats up a guy for a bad check or whatever. I mean, I think the sport could really do to kind of like clean up that aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. It would be a, a, a more civilized sport, but it's also, that's someone's job. Like that guy is like the guy who shovels shit all day. You know what I mean? And yeah, like, but I mean to train a guy from the age of sixteen 
to just be like you know a boxer on ice when ostensibly you're trying to put a puck into a tiny net yeah i mean that guy is gonna be a boxer on ice in like some other ways somewhere else you know what i mean why not let him get paid a little bit better and like wear a nice shirt every day yeah i i would i i agree with you for the most part um except for the fact that when that guy is like 50 years old he won't remember his children's names <laughs> sure that's I, that's a i don't care about that honestly <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking like, okay, this guy is the lowest level, the lowest rung of sport in a hockey, right? Right. And so you eliminate him. It's like saying, we don't need trash collectors anymore. We figured out a way to get rid of our trash. <laughs> All these people are out of jobs, you know? And that guy's going to go do something else that's like probably maybe more destructive or harmful in society <laughs> than get his like <laughs> brains beaten in on TV. I support it. That's fair. That's fair. And I feel like my my episode of the Mayweather Pacquiao fight is like de facto support of enforcers in hockey anyway. So <laughs> it, it doesn't really nope. matter. Yeah, we don't have strong convictions here. Yeah. <laughs> um so all right, so I think we got slightly sidetracked. What do you think's gonna happen? Who do you think's gonna win game seven? Oh uh, Rangers. I I want it to be like triple quadruple overtime just because that satisfies me as a fan. Um, I just want to scream in public, basically. I want a reason to scream in public. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it'll be Rangers in overtime. Are you going to go out somewhere special to watch the game? Yes. Where? I don't know if it's somewhere special, but I'll go to the Grand National in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Oh, awesome. And have they, have they been showing the games? All yeah, the show the games at sound. Yeah. There's a bunch of TVs. Nice bar. Yeah, I'm really Are curious you, how people, I mean, that's kind of one of one of the ideas that spurred this podcast was how people choose to take in the big game. And, you know, uh, here on the podcast, not every game is kind of of equal stature, um, but mm-hmm. certainly game seven of the Eastern Con- Conference Finals deserves to be enjoyed, you know, with a malt beverage in hand uh, around, you know, 30, 40, 50 screaming fans. Yeah, I you know, it's funny watching, I got hooked on, the playoffs watching the cap series, which was amazing sports, amazing hockey to watch. But I realized why I don't watch sports and why I'm not a sports fan because I can't dedicate that much of my time <laughs> to watching sports. I'm serious. Like, I'm like, I don't want to sit here for three hours and watch hockey. Yeah. Well, I mean, between the like game two, I don't care. <laughs> between the NHL playoffs and the NBA playoffs, I've just, you know, it's been like, uh, hitting the last button on my remote, you know, back yeah, and forth every sure, five minutes. Sure, cause, sure. cause every night it's, there's a game on and, you know, I guess the NBA playoffs right now, they're not all that exciting. Cause it's basically two sweeps in the conference finals, but well, so if the Rangers go to the Stanley cup and mm-hmm. they manage to bring it back to New York, are you going to go to sixth Avenue and going to take part in the ticker tape parade? No, cause Rangers fans are awful people. <laughs> they're terrible. That's how I always felt about Mets fans. Yeah, no. Yankees fans are so much worse. Yeah, I mean... Mets fans are like sad losers. Yes, the the silent majority are sad losers, but the guys that actually go to City Field are just... uh, So so I go with my dad every Father's Day to a Mets game. A couple of sad losers. (laughs) Exactly. A couple years ago... We sat next to another father and son, and the father just berated the team to his son in like 
a very calm, like, like uh, direct manner, just like tearing into what bums <laughs> all these guys are and how miserable the team is for the whole game. It was great. Was that, it last, was that last season? It was two seasons ago. Two seasons ago, they definitely deserved that. They you were, know what? They're turning they were, it around. They're turning it around. That guy needs to apologize. They're, they turn it around as much as the Mets turn things around, you know? <laughs> It'll be, still be like a lukewarm meal at the end of the day. Hey, they're, I mean, they've gotten off to a hot start this season. I, you know. <laughs> I love how the Mets are above 500. Everyone's like, the Mets are turning around. Like, <laughs> just because they're not like their worst team in the league. They're turning around. But hey, I'll take it. Right? I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> All right, so so my last note, just the one thing I wanted to mention, and and I'm just going to be upfront and, and admit that I wasn't able to shoehorn this into the conversation already. <laughs> but part is scripted. Yeah, but the the what I one of the things I really liked about this game was it reminded me how musical uh, the commentary can be for hockey, because uh-huh. the puck is moving so fast, players are coming on and off the ice. They have these like you know, these elegant Canadian and European names and the announcers are just like bing, bang, boom. Like they're just like calling everything perfectly. And it's, Uh I think it's like the most musical commentary of any sport. Like baseball is kind of slow and dull and maybe comedic, you know, football is like mind numbingly dumb. Um, Basketball, it depends what channel you're watching, but if it's TNT, I don't particularly like the commentary right now. But watching, yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. I, I like college basketball. College basketball has pretty good commentary as, yeah. as far as these things go. But there's something about listening. Like I could listen to an NHL game, especially one of these playoff games where the energy gets really, really hyped. I could listen to it all day. It's 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 like music. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um, I'm forgetting the the play by play guy's name right now. It's not Chico Resch. It's, oh, uh, I have no idea what his name is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I, I could, I, I mean, he could narrate my life for me. It'd be, it'd be amazing. I, I love his, like, fast-paced, like, you know, like you're saying, like, playful color commentary. Um, yeah, I, I am so glad I don't have to listen to JD broadcast <laughs> the Rangers anymore, call Ranger games. Nice. That makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, he was just totally fucking unbiased. You just hated so that he was a homeless. guy who like, would talk about Richter as if he was still, you know, the best going in the league, <laughs> even though he obviously had bum knees, you yeah. know, and like was playing way past his prime, that kind of shit. Yeah. And, like same with Messier. Messier played till I don't know. He was like practically dragged off the ice, but yeah, you know, used, Go- goalies you're... goalies can play forever. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Frank, thanks for coming on to talk the NHL hockey, New York Rangers. It's great having you. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Big Game. If you haven't yet, subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on Stitcher. Check out our new website, biggamepod.com. And you can follow The Big Game on Twitter, at biggamepod. Use the hashtag BGOTD to get caught up on the big games as they happen live. Earlier this week, we followed the Europa League final between Sevilla and Dnipro. If they give out a trophy, it's a big game. What can I say? Stay tuned for a soccer bonanza next week on The Big Game. Mm-hmm.